powerful is the Cox Network. So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10, that's V-I-A-T-O-R-10, for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church. One church in global locations. To find out more about Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church, visit our website at www.harvestchurch.church. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. Give online in our mobile app or text the word giving to 59769. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Let's make our confession of faith together. Y'all ready? Let's go. I'm ready to hear, then do your word, which I'm about to receive, which makes all things new. In Jesus' name, amen. I just need you to take five seconds and worship right where you're at, in the building and online. Let's set the atmosphere. You've been sitting for a minute. You've been listening for a minute. You've been receiving for a minute, but I just need you to saturate this atmosphere with worship. Saturate your home with worship. In the overflow worship, in the building worship, in Atlanta worship. Come on, come on, come on. Say, buddy, say, I'm ready to receive. Say, speak to me tonight, Lord. Say, fill in every blank. Say it again. Say, fill in every blank. In Jesus' name. Come on, give him one more praise as you make your way to your seat. Let's go to work, ladies. It's ladies' night. So there are women of different colors, different ages, different backgrounds uh, uh, tonight, and I need you to hear me. God is going to meet you wherever you are, and I need you to leave two things tonight, encouraged and empowered. It's not enough to just be inspired. You also have information so that you can create transformation in your life. So listen, to do that, here's what we got to do. We got to keep it real so we can heal. Please lay your hands on yourself. Say, keep it real so you can heal. I want to introduce you to a very famous line in the Bible. It comes from the book of Esther, chapter 4, uh, in this story, uh, chapter 4, verse 14. Uh, now, this is Mordecai. Mordecai is speaking 
to who has now been given the seat of the queen. She is in a seat of power. She's in a seat of authority. She's in a seat of influence. Hear me, every lady. You are seated where you are seated on purpose. Listen. Even if the seat looks low, God is using that seat because you're about to go high. I don't care what circumstance you find yourself in to make this declaration say, I'm there on purpose. The worst thing that can happen to a lady is that she misses where she's at is because she's trying to chase where she's headed. You missed what I said. The worst thing that can happen to a lady is that she misses where she's at because she's trying to chase where she's headed. What does that mean? You will miss maximizing your now because you're so focused on your next and not realize your now still has something that it owes you. I wish there were some ladies in here tonight that knew your now still owes you something. I'm excited about my next 12, but baby, today still owes me something. I'm excited about what God's about to do in my life, but today still owes me something. Somebody say, I was born for such a time as this. So in Esther 4.14, listen to what he says to her. If you keep silent at this time, what was going on? There was a plot to kill the Hebrews. And as there was this plot to kill and massacre the Hebrews, they were trying to figure out what they were going to do because the king had an advisor and this king did not like the Hebrews. And they said, we don't know what we're going to do. What's amazing is that God brought change, watch me, for the entire nation through a woman. You're going to hear me in a minute. I'm going to tell you, you are more than just a baby-making machine. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. You are more than just laying on your back and having sex. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. You are a world changer. You are a history maker. And when God wants to change the world like he did it back then, he'll do it again. He's about to do it through a woman. I need you to look at a woman next to you and say, baby, you a world changer. You. Yeah, you're about to turn education upside down. You're about to turn government upside down. You're about to turn whatever field you're in. You were something. Because, baby, you were born for such a time as this. So they said, how are we going to do this? So look at what he says to her. If you keep silent at this time, relief and deliverance will rise up for the Jews from another place. Check this out. He says, you're seated where you're seated because there's something you're supposed to say. Listen. Until you say what it is you were seated to say, then you can't be released into your next. I'm going to back that thing up so you get it. Some of you, watch me, you are so focused on trying to get out of what you're in that you have not yet said what you're supposed to say, nor done what you're supposed to do in your now. You are so worried about what's about to happen, God says you're missing what's currently happening. You worried about Christmas. You ain't even got to Thanksgiving yet. Catch the principle. You, you worried about January, baby. November still has some days that God says, I still can blow your mind. I still can make it in November to remember. I still can put something big in your hands. If, he said to her, if you keep silent, you were seated in this seat for a reason. If I listen, you were given the hand you were dealt for a reason. Even if it's not a good hand. That's because he knew you could be trusted with it. Let me say it to you like this. He only trusts the best with the worst. Y'all about to make me throw the mic. He only trusts the best with the worst. And for some of you ladies, you need to stop saying, God, what's wrong with me? And instead say, God, there must be something amazing about me because you have trusted me with some of the worst situations, some of the worst men, some of the worst people, some of the worst financial situations. But watch me, girl, you still doing it. You still doing it. You still making it happen. Be he said to her, if you keep silent, if you do not do what you have this seat for, God is going to raise up somebody else. But check this out. But you're his choice. 
In other words, don't think you're going to stop the show. Because one monkey don't stop no show. He said, but just understand this. Say your name. I need you to get comfortable saying your name because it's about to be made great. I need you to be comfortable with your name, not your title. Because your name is about to be made great. I need you to be comfortable with your name. Not all the stuff you do, but your name. Genesis 12 says he'll make your name great. I need to get you to stop being angry at who's talking about you. Because all they're doing is setting you up for your name to be. He said, if you don't do this, baby girl. This is what Mordecai tell her. Baby girl, if you don't do this, I need you to know he'll get another. Don't ever think that you that pretty, that you that cute, that you that educated, that you that this, that, and the other, that God won't pick another. He'll get another. But you're his choice. Which means, check this out, that when God was looking at what was going to be happening in the earth at 2020, and he said, who are we going to send to be alive at that time? You were handpicked. Uh-uh, uh-uh. You're, your lack of response tells me you didn't understand him. So let me back to tell you God. When God was looking at the hell that was going to be going on in 2020 and the pandemic, and watch me, he was going to need mothers that knew how to be mothers and school teachers at the same time. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. He needed women that were going to have to learn how to go from the office to making the office in the house. Check me out. When, when God was looking at what was going to be going on in the earth in 2020, he handpicked you because he knew you were going to be able to handle it and that you would, watch me, you would have some pressure, but you weren't going to crack up under the pressure. That you'd have some weight, but it wasn't going to take you out. Look at the verse. He says, if you keep silent, if you don't do what you are in the moment you are in for, he'll get somebody else to do it. But you're his choice. Please say your name. Say, I'm his choice. Now, this is important because watch me. Many of you, hear me. We got to keep it real, right? Many women, you are used to relationships by default, not selection. You defaulted into who you dated because they were convenient and comfortable. Come on. Come here, come here, come here. I ain't got time to play with you. Come here. You defaulted to, to what was easiest, the path of least resistance. Somebody told you because you had a kid when you were in high school that you weren't going to be able to do this and be able to do that. But I'm here to tell you, you about to break every statistic they tried to label you with. Somebody told you that because you messed up, God was through with you. And I'm here to tell you, baby, God ain't even got started yet. Yep. Somebody said, my next 12 are going to be my best 12. Check, check, check this out. If you're used to relationships by default, you are used to necessity, which means I need this, I need that. So you are only used to relationships where need produces the relationship, which creates a false sense of dependency, which we call in psychology codependency, which means the only reason this exists is because there's a need in which we both share. There's a need in which we both have. But God says, I don't need you. I chose you, which means, baby girl, I wanted you to be alive on November 20th. That's why Corona couldn't kill you. That's why cancer couldn't kill you. That's why HIV couldn't kill you. That's why that car accident couldn't kill you. Because God says, I handpicked you, baby, for such a time as this. He says, if you don't do it, Deliverance will raise up, watch me, from another house. He says, but check this out. But if you don't do what you're supposed to do, listen to me, ladies. He said, your, you and your father's house will perish. Check this out. 
which means your actions affect your house. For those of you ladies that have no children, have no husband, listen, you said, Bishop, what's my house? It encompasses you and what you birth, you and what you produce, you and what you have. Listen to me. Do not wrap all of your value up into your husband and kids. That's part of you, but that's not all of you. Come on here. That's part of you, but that's not all of you. Because some of you think, baby, my life is over. No, girl, it's just getting started. Bishop, I'm in my 50s. I'm in my 60s. I could care less. You better read your Bible. That's when God did some of his best work. When people thought that it was their ladder, God says, I'll make your ladder greater. Look, look. He says, if you don't do it, you and your father's house are going to perish, which means your actions affect your house. Your actions affect what you have oversight to, what you have leadership to, which means, everybody listen to me, ladies, many times, watch me, can we be honest? You all make sacrifices that nobody ever knows about. I wish y'all would talk to me like... You do stuff, watch me, that you don't have the luxury of not making the sacrifice. You don't have the luxury of not handling business you don't have the luxury of not getting it done and can i tell you that was god teaching you how to handle seats of power because watch me because the seat of power that you're about to take is a seat of power that's going to be bigger than what you had before let me see if i can say it another way esther it was only you and your father's house in this verse but in the next chapter it's going to be you over the whole kingdom I need you to look at a lady next to you and encourage her. Say, I see something big coming your way, boo. Ah, uh, talk to her. Say, I see something big coming your way, girl. Look, look, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Watch this. He says, he says, and who knows whether you have not come to the kingdom. Now, in the verse, he literally meant that she had taken this seat, this, this place. She had prepared for months to get ready to go before the king so that when she went before the king, she would be the one that got favor. The king would literally put out his scepter and whoever he put out his scepter to, whatever she asked for, she got. Okay, let me, let me help some of you ladies. Air lady in this building and everybody online, here's what God's doing to you tonight. You better not be quiet tonight. What did he tell her? If you keep silent, if you keep silent, God will get somebody else. But if you will act like God. Ooh, somebody say, I will not be silent. I... Uh -uh. He, says, he says, who knows that you have come into the kingdom, what? For such, it's on the screen, a time as this. Literally to her, he's saying that you have come into this seat of power where the king has put his scepter toward you. And he now favors you, so whatever you ask for, you get. And if we had time, we would go into the story to look to see that they went on a fast. Come on. And when they went on a fast, watch me, the plot that Haman, who was against them, tried to use against them, that fast ended up breaking that plot. And the king said, what do you want? And make a long story short, the queen was like, look, I need you to get this, Mark. Translation, Haman was the enemy. And be, watch me, Haman had favor with the king. But then watch this, she had one night with the king. And that night, let me just say what that night is. Ladies night, that night, that ladies night, that night, that ladies night, that night. I'm going to tell some lady tonight's about to change everything about. Let me talk over here because they ain't saying nothing to me. I said tonight's about to change everything. I'm going to give y'all a chance, middle section. Tonight's about to change everything. 
Somebody shout, it's ladies' night. She has this night where she goes in, and the king, he gives her a favor. He puts a scepter in front of her and says, what do you want? And essentially, to make a long story short, she says, get this mark. Get this guy Haman. What's a mark? It's a punk. They plot and plan, but they never do it in front of you. They crucify you with their words, but they only do it on social media. Because they ain't woman enough to come tell you what they really think to they. I wish y'all would stop acting like you ain't got some marks in your life right now. Y'all ain't saying nothing. They telling everybody else about what they don't like about you but you. And I need you to stop apologizing that your excellence offends their average. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me. I need you to stop apologizing that you being spiritual offends them being natural and carnal. I will not be silent. He says, you have come into the kingdom. For her, it was this seat of access to the king. Hear me, ladies, let me teach you a principle. Never abuse access to authority. Whenever God gives you a door to somebody with power, watch me, don't, watch me, don't morph it into something crazy. Instead, honor it because it will be where your deliverance comes from. Let me break that down and make it simple. When you have an access point to somebody with authority and to somebody with power, watch me, stop trying to make them your husband. I need you to keep it real so we can heal and some of y'all are really offending me with your silence. Stop sexualizing it because you're attracted to the authority that they have in the seat. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me, ladies. Instead, say, I've been given this access for such a time as this. All right, look, look. It says, who knows whether or not you have come into the kingdom. Now, for you, for you, watch me. The kingdom represents what? God's MO, his modus operandi, how God does what he does. The kingdom is heaven's attributes on earth. We're not trying to live so we can die and go to heaven. We're trying to live well to bring heaven down here. That's the kingdom. Jesus never promised us heaven as a place to live. He promised us the kingdom of heaven, which is a lifestyle. What's the lifestyle? It's the lifestyle of Shalom. What does that mean? Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. Which means, check this out, my lifestyle is the lifestyle of heaven. <laughs> You'll catch it in a minute. Which means, watch me, anytime we have a problem, all we have to do is use our voice-activated system to fix it. That's why life and death are in the power of the tongue. Because in the natural, I got to go work hard. In the kingdom, I can speak it. Y'all will catch it in a minute. In the natural, let me help a lady out tonight because you've been racking your mind trying to figure out how I'm going to do this and how I'm going to do this and how I'm going to do this and how I'm going to do this. And I'm here to tell you that means, watch me, you don't even realize that you've come into the kingdom for such a time as this. That's how natural women solve their problems. Natural women saw their problems, stressing out, not going to sleep, losing their hair, gaining weight, losing weight, looking crazy and all of that. Kingdom women say, wait a minute, whatever I need, I can call in the spirit. Whatever I need, I can pray and call it down. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Why? Because a king doesn't work, a king speaks. A queen doesn't work, a queen speaks. Who knows, for you have come into the kingdom, God's way of doing things. Check this out. And your where. Listen. Wherever you are now in your life, you are there. Look at the next part of the verse. For such 
a time as this. But Bishop, I can't stand them. You are there for such a time as this. But Bishop, it's hard right now. You are there for such a time as this. But Bishop, it's hard. I know, but you're getting strong, no? Because you are there for such a time as this. But check this out. Aren't y'all ready? But check this out. Um, but you don't think that, though. Let me say this to you. You were selected for the time that you were needed most in the earth, which is now. You were selected for now. Selected. Like it wasn't accidental. I know that sometimes maybe your mother may tell you the story and you may think that it was coincidental or accidental on how you got here. But please understand that God is so providential that there's nothing accidental that they could have done to get you here. Let me see if I can say it another way. God is too wise to be dumb. Let me see back another way. And Jeremiah said, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. Which means I selected your mama even if she wasn't there. I selected your mama even if she fought with you when she should have been supporting you. Y'all, they go talk to me. I selected your father even if they weren't there, even if they didn't do what they were supposed to do. And why is that important to know? Because if you look at it realizing I was born for the time I was needed most, even what hurt me really helps me. Because if I look back over it, instead of being bitter about it, baby, it makes me better. I know what to look for in a man now. I know how to be a better mama now. But since Genesis, the only way the enemy can stop a woman, you ready? Is by deceiving her. Because you just shouted about for such a time as this. But what happens when a woman, I don't know, let's pick one, Eve. What happens when she doesn't know that where she is and what she's doing is for such a time as this? So let's, let's do this. Let's do this work real quick. We're almost done. Genesis 3 and 1. Now the serpent, the word serpent in the Bible means deceiver. It doesn't mean snake. This is important to understand because, can I teach you for a moment? Because when angels appear in the earth, according to Genesis 19, they appear as human beings. Now, why is this important? Because in the garden, Satan, as he appears, he, he, is, he is still, even to this day, he is still an angel. Satan is a title, not a name. It comes from the Hebrew term hasetan, which means the adversary, which means, check this out, when it talks about Satan, even when it talks about the devil, that is a title for him. That is not his name, which means that it describes what he does, not who he is. Why is this important to understand? Because for many of you, you thought since the beginning that Eve was looking up talking to a snake that was caught around a tree. No, she was talking to a man. That's why I asked the question of the ladies, tell me about your warfare that came through men. Come on, let's talk. Because for some of you, watch me, what, what was introduced to you is something that deceived you and it's been deceiving you since little Johnny said it to you in 10th grade. Woo, but tonight, I need you to lay your hands on yourself, say, get yours, girl, get yours. I and I need you to say it with some authority, please. Not girl, girl. I need you to say it like I said. It. Say, get yours, girl. I... And for some of y'all saying, Bishop, I'm a grown woman. I don't know. You need to call yourself young. The Bible says he renews your youth like an eagle, which means I don't care if you're in your 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s. As you age, you're going to look younger than... Look, so the serpent, so the serpent was more crafty 
than any beast of the field that the Lord God had made. Now, why is that important to understand? Because up until this point, Eve has only interacted with Adam. Now, Adam and the animals. Now, why is this important to understand? Because for some of you, if I listen, when you, watch me, you accused your parents of sheltering you. They won't let me do nothing. They won't let me go nowhere. I'm trying to go to the show. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. Not realizing that what you call sheltering was actually keeping you away from the serpents. Uh-uh, I'm going to throw it at you. It, look, he, up until this point, Eve has only interacted with Adam and the animals. What has she interacted with? Adam and the animals. But what's introduced? The serpent, the deceiver, who I just taught you, when he walks in on the scene, he's a smooth operator. How do we know that? Because the Bible says he's crafty. And she's used to dealing with animals and Adam. So check this out. So he looks like something fun. Come here. He looks like he's spontaneous. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. He looks like a roughneck. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. Because cause all I know up to this point is Adam and these stinking animals. And I want to have a good time. I, I want a man that makes me feel alive. Y'all ain't going to I told you to keep it real so we can heal. And some of y'all are being real fake and bougie. Look here. Look here now. Look, look, look. I want a man. I don't want no square. So guess what you got, Eve? What you asked for. Be careful that your inward desires don't attract a deceiver. What does the Bible say? He'll give you the desires of your heart. Watch me. Even if they ain't right. So now he shows up. And he's spitting game to her something tough. You're like, look at little mama. You might be young, but you're ready. You're not a little girl. Y'all don't know the song. It's Key Sweat. Google it. Key Sweat. Look, look, he's crafty. So he walks up to her. Everybody listen. Everybody, every lady, listen to me. Deception starts with conversation. Watch me. And sometimes the conversation started before the deceiver gets there. Because you've been talking yourself into being dissatisfied with your now. Y'all ain't gonna talk. You've been talking yourself into being dissatisfied with your life, being dissatisfied with your kids, being dissatisfied with your husband, being dissatisfied with. Y'all promised me we'd keep it real, and some of y'all aren't doing it. 
Now, either you can leave free or bound. I just need to know. Uh, your praise will indicate on three. If you determined to leave here better than you came in on three, put a praise on it. One, two, three, go. All right. All right. I just need to check the room. Because I, I can give you a Sunday school lesson if you want, or I can get to the root of this stuff. So look, so he shows up, and he's more crafty. That means he's been, watch me, he's been watching her. He's been studying her. He's been evaluating her. He's been studying her. See, the enemy's an anthropologist. That means he studies your weaknesses. He studies your desires. He studies what you perk up to. He studies what you get attracted to. Watch me. He studies what you are drawn to. He studies what you pay attention to. Let me make it modern. He studies your internet browsing history. Let's go. He studies your call log. He studies your call record. See, because he doesn't know what you're thinking, so he pays attention to what you're doing. Mm. He doesn't know what you're thinking, so he pays attention to what you're doing. And so he's looking at what you like, and since he's crafty, what did that mean? He goes and makes arts and crafts. Can I keep it simple like he calls his Since he's crafty, he looks at what you like, and then he makes an art project and brings it to you. So here you are saved, but calling yourself dissatisfied with your progress. Because he's crafty. He found out what you liked. And then he was like, T.I., you can have whatever you like. Yeah. Watch. Look what he says. He said to the woman. So deception starts with questions. And for some of you, there's so many questions in your life about this, about that, about this, about that, that Every day, you feel like it's a fight just to get to the end of the day. Who am I talking to tonight? You, every day, you're like, God, what about this? And 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 here's the thing. You're like, God, I'm grateful and thankful for what I have, but I want more. But watch me. But sometimes you feel bad for wanting more. So look, so he starts deceiving her with questions. He says to the woman, did God, watch him, did God actually say, actually is the pivotal word, uh, the pivotal word there, because he, she wasn't present when God told this to Adam. He told Adam, Adam had to tell Eve. So check this out. He gets her now to question God by virtue of what Adam told her. And because he studied her and knows she wants some excitement beyond Adam and these animals. Between this man and these kids. Between this job and these kids. Come on. <laughs> Mama got to have a life too because he knows. Look at how he attacks. Did God actually say, you shall not eat of any tree in the garden? So, so now deception grows. Somebody say it grew. It grew. It grows with him introducing doubt. If God loved you, why are you going through this? Why are you so faithful and God doesn't look like he's doing this? And why do you keep praying and it doesn't look like this? And, stuff? and so now you went from shouting at ladies night to, you know what? <laughs> and you didn't had a whole breakdown leaving church. Let me go on and do this. I rebuke whatever attack the enemy would try to bring to you after tonight. 
Whatever he got set up for you after ladies' night tonight, we shut that down in the spirit. I need you to just go up in the spirit for five seconds. Go, five. We shut it down. In the name of Jesus, no weapon that is formed against you is going to be able to prosper. I shut down drama. I shut down issues with your kids. I shut down issues with the babysitter. I shut down issues with your husband. Say, we attack the attack. So watch. He says to the woman, did God actually say you should not eat of any tree in the garden? So now deception goes. It starts with a question, but now the questions lead to doubt. Somebody says she's doubting now. Verse 2, and the woman said to the serpent, stop. Why are you having conversations that are this deep with somebody you don't know? I'm going to back that thing up because all of y'all missed it. Why have you revealed your whole, you didn't told all Victoria's secrets to somebody you don't know. So watch, look what she does. Look what she does. And the woman says to the serpent, so now she's telling business. Now she's revealing her hand. Now she's revealing her discontentment. Now watch me. He caught her in a moment that turned into, watch me, that turned into a lifetime. Because she made permanent decisions from temporary locations. And I rebuke every bad decision that the enemy was trying to deceive you into making. Please, ladies, I just need you to say no bad decisions in my next 12. And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat, 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 we. Me and Adam, Adam and I. Question, why you didn't go to him? Because I've already studied you, Eve. You ready? I already know about your frustrations. And I knew you would talk to anybody that would talk. Because you just wanted to talk. And since he wouldn't talk, and when, you, and when you go to these animals, all they doing is <laughs> And watch me, what do the animals represent? Your work. What do the animals represent? Your work. So all you seem to do is work and go home, work and go home, work and go home, work and go home, work and go home. So I know you're tired of the routine. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me tonight. So I came to you. So the woman says to the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden. Garden of what? Eden, which means land of voluptuous living. But God said, you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the middle of the garden. Neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. So check this out. Deception evolves with conversation. So it starts with questions. It grows with doubt. Now it evolves with conversation. I need every woman to hear me, because watch me. For all your strength, just because you're good at math doesn't mean you're great at English. What are you trying to say? Just because you're good at one thing doesn't mean you're good at something else. And so this is where the enemy deceives you because you're so used to being strong, you never took account for where you were weak. But I need you to look at a lady next to you and say, but I speak straight to you. And part of being strong is knowing where you're weak. 
Part of being strong is knowing where you're vulnerable. Part of being strong is knowing where you're open. Part of being strong is knowing where you've got some areas that you probably shouldn't be talking to strangers about. You tell your kids that, but you don't do it. Okay, y'all don't want to keep it real. Let me just... Verse 4. But the serpent said to the woman, you ain't going to die. It's good pimping right here. It's good pimping. <laughs> it's good pimping. He's like, look, listen, l- l- let me tell you how you know you're talking to a pimp. Let's go to the pimp. <laughs> let me tell you how you know you're talking to a pimp. Look, look. Now you see facts. God said don't do this. The pimp's like, listen, don't believe what you see. Believe me. This is going to be amazing. People are saying they haven't seen anything like it. I'm trying to tell you what a pimp talks like. (laughs) They'll catch it. They are disconnected from reality. A deceiver is disconnected from reality. I'm almost done. You ain't going to die. You're going to multiply. God knows, everybody knows it. God knows that in the day you eat it, watch me, you're going to see better. Your eyes are going to be open. And you'll be like God, knowing good and evil. What is he saying there? There's something that God's keeping you from. And if you'd be like these other ladies, maybe you could get it. Come on here. There's something God's keeping you from. And maybe if you show a little bit more flesh on Instagram, you'll get it. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. He's keeping you from something. He don't want you to have it. And I'm here to tell you the truth. Can't nobody love you like I love you. Can't nobody do you like I do you. Who gonna love you like me? Nobody. Listen. All this church going you're doing is keeping you from something. You go too much. You serve too much. You give too much. You pray too much. It's keeping you from something. But if you go disobey what he said, you're gonna see better. You're gonna feel better. You're going to be alive. Let's be spontaneous. Look at this. So deception separates you from obedience. How do you know you're being deceived? Is because you literally know to do right. But in this moment, you feel justified in doing. You literally know not to clap back, but in this moment, you're like, I know I should not be typing this right now, but I'm sure finna type it right now because she shouldn't have came at me like that, bitch. She shouldn't have came. She don't know who she messing with. I'm from the south side. She don't know who she messing with. I literally know I should not respond to his messages because I know exactly what he wants because of the time it came. But I'm tired of looking at TikTok. Y'all ain't going to talk to me tonight. 
let me, let me, let me, let me, let me. Watch this. So deception separates you from what? Obedience. How many ladies, to be honest tonight, anybody online, I'm almost done, where you literally knew you were doing wrong, but just did it? Whatever it may have been. Just, you're just like, I know, I know, I know I shouldn't say this. But I'm finna say it. Come on, ladies, be real so you can hear. I know I shouldn't think this. I, watch me. Some of y'all know the word so good. It's a shame what you let yourself get into. Take every thought captive. The thought coming, you're like, I know I should have dropped this thought off back at 225 in Ireland. Over there. But you brought it all up to Jewel Avenue. Come on, let's be honest. Come on, no judgment. Let's be honest. So look, everybody look. Verse 6. I'm almost done. Verse 6. So when the woman saw Notice, it don't call her Eve no more. Somebody say, the woman. Because what it's doing is it's saying, this is an Eve situation. This is a womanhood situation. The same way he got Eve is the same way he tries to get you. Because he know you too strong to run up on. He, okay, let's take a break right there. He already knows don't come to you with all that yah yah, because you'll be then prayed that mess down. You'll shut that. Listen, you didn't been through enough. You know how to get up, get your kids, walk around the house. I'm knowing, you already know how to, but he knows. Let me deceive her. I can't run up on her. Can't do that. But let me deceive her. Let me deceive her. Because she's tired of just dealing with Adam and these, and these animals. She needs a break. And I'm giving her the break that she wants. But in doing it, I'm going to break her. Ooh, but lay your hands on yourself. Say, but not again, but not again. So look, so when the woman saw that the tree was good for food. Okay, look, what is she doing? Looks can be deceiving. Let me encourage you, ladies. You are too wise to only think that the way something looks is the only qualifier. And this is beyond dating and relationships. Like, you're too wise to just look at it and say, well, you know, this looks great. No, no, no. Looks can be deceiving. The Bible says she looked. And, and now check this out. She looked. She's like, this looks good. Look good to me. That it was good for what? For food, for nourishment. It's going to fill me up in this moment. It's going to make me feel good in this moment. It's going to give me strength in this moment. Because I get so weak in the knees, I can hardly speak. I lose all control and something takes over me. So look. And the tree, watch it, was, was to be desired to make one wise. So now Eve is like, hmm, this is going to give me strength, it's going to give me nourishment, and it's going to make me wise. Now question, Eve, how did you deduce that? Because she was in on her own deception. We're going to walk that back. 
There should have been a whole lot of ahas right there. Because as quiet as it's kept, the only way the enemy has ever been able to deceive you, please be honest, ladies, is that you participated in the deception. Some of y'all lying, and so you're doing it right now. Come on, ladies. Let's be honest. As a fella, I can, I can tell the truth. There's, I, look, if the truth be told, I really wasn't hoodwinked and bamboozled. I actually kind of knew what was happening. I just wanted to believe that my strength could outdo what I was dealing with. Y'all better talk to me. I just wanted to believe that I could overcome my Judas. Come on. I just wanted to believe that it wasn't going to affect me the way it did. And for some of you, you've got to be careful that you don't play a part in your own deception. I just wanted to believe it was going to be different. Okay, we almost done, ladies. We almost done. Can I have five minutes? Can I have five minutes? All right, so look. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and a delight to the eyes, it looked good. It looked good. Um, women shop. Women be shopping. Women be shopping. You're going to stop. Women from shopping. It's Nutty Professor. Dave Chappelle. You ready? How do you shop with your eyes? I need you to catch the principle. Women are wired to be drawn to what they see. Because what they see creates how they feel. So what Satan learns to do with women is he packages something. He packages a mess inside of something that looks very appealing to you. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. Because he's like, I already know if it looks good, it's going to make her feel good. And so I need to make the bottle look good even if the perfume stank. Y'all ain't going to talk. I need to make the purse look good even if it ain't Louis, but it's Louis. That ain't coach, that's Oach. And I'm not knocking you. If that's where you're at, that's cool. Listen, do you. Check it out. Everybody listen, ladies. So he, he can't run up on you. So he packages deception. He makes it look good. He makes it look good. And it's easy to immediately think about bad relationships you've had. But watch me. But what about friends that have been packaged that way? She looked like she was going to be your best friend forever. Until you discover she was Robin Givens from Boomerang. She wasn't trying to help you holler. She was trying to get Marcus. <laughs> That'll preach. <laughs> God, uh, let me move. What about, what about opportunities? That you took the opportunity over being faithful to God. Because it was packaged well. If you take this opportunity, don't worry about God, don't worry about church, don't worry about the God that got you here. Don't worry about that now. Right, let's go. Look, so verse six. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a light to the eyes and the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and she ate. Listen, deception is sealed with bad sight. What does that mean? You're attracted to what you see, but what you see isn't right. What you see isn't real. So what did she do? She gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate. Here's the next thing. Deception poison who's around. Hmm. Where did we just hear that? Queen, if you don't do it, 
you and your father's house are going to die. Because you think it's just you. But what you don't realize is anything God wants to birth in the earth, he's always birthed it through a woman. Uh-uh, you missed it, you missed it, you missed it. Women are the only thing in the earth that have the capacity to birth. It's true in humans, it's true in nature. What are you trying to say? Anything that comes into the earth has to come through the hands or the canal of a woman. Which means you got more power than you think you do. You've got more authority than you think you do. You are not just some nobody going nothing, doing, going nowhere. You were born for such a time as this. Come on, y'all, we about to go. Oh, but just open up your mouth and say, I'm every woman. Come on. Open up your mouth and say, I was born for the time I was needed most, which is right now. So deception now is poison Adam. Check this out. And now she's got him off his square. Square, what does that mean? Off his assignment. Because what she doesn't realize is that while he has the position, she has the influence. This is why for every man, be careful who you marry. Because we know you're in charge, but bed talk and pillow talk is powerful talk. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. I pray you don't marry a woman that's trying to take your kingdom. I pray you don't marry a woman that's really in competition with you. I pray you don't marry a woman that don't want to see you go nowhere. He's got the position, but she's got the influence. You remember the movie Coming to America, and they riding in the limo, leaving, and, uh, and Aeolion, she says to King Joffrey Javar, she says, um, he says to her, well, you know, listen, Akeem, he can't marry this girl. It's against your tradition. And Aeolion says, tradition? I thought you were the king. Check this out. What does she do? He's got position. She's got influence. So what's the next scene? The next scene is what she said. The next scene is what she birthed. You'll catch it. She birthed it through what she said because she had access to who had power. So for every lady that said, I don't have a position, baby, you don't need it. You got the influence. All right. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Verse, let's skip down to verse 15. So now God comes down and God just starts cussing. No, he does, because he starts cursing everybody. He cursed Adam out. He said, listen, because you listen to your wife, I put you in position. Watch me. Ladies, don't pray for a king and want a punk. He don't listen to me. If you want a punk, that's what you need to pray for. Don't pray for, I just want God to give me a man of God. Okay. Well, part of what that means is that he ain't going to be with all that extra. Okay, uh-uh. You should have said something. Now I'm coming for you. So say something. You should have said something. Don't pray for a king and a man of God because you don't come to a king the way you approach a boy. Your approach is totally off because, of, watch me, a boy wants your drawers, but a king wants your mind. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. Kings are sapiosexuals. You got to make love to their mind, not their manhood. Sapio mind, sapio mind, sapio mind. Don't, don't pray. 
Don't pray for a king and you and and and, and you want a court jester. Don't pray. I just want a man. I want him to lead. And then when he leads, ain't gonna be talking to me like that. Is he gone? Girl, look. He ain't here talking about we gonna go to church no matter what. I mean, I mean he don't even be understanding, but I'm mean, just be trying to. I'm just. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Explains a lot. All right. So God says to Adam, God says to Adam, and let me be clear. Let me be clear. Let me just deal with this. That doesn't mean that that, that man has to be demeaning or, or beat you down. Please do not get submission confused with stupidity. I ain't talking about getting beat on and cheat on in the name of the Lord. I'm believing. I'm the unsanctified spot. Look, you didn't, that don't apply to beating and cheating. Let me just deal with that because I realize there's some people who stay in bondage saying God said and he did not say. In fact, he told Moses, if you can't treat her right, let her go. But don't drag her through hell because you won't have the common decency and love her enough to say, baby, if I can't do you right, I'm going to let you go to go get you somebody that can do you right. Let's go here. I got to finish. So God, he, he says, listen, he says to Adam, he says, hey, you listen to her, cursed be you. Cursed be you, you eat bread by the sweat of your brow. Everything's going to suck for you, Adam. It's going to be really bad, really horrible. No one's ever seen anything like it. It's going to be bad. He goes to the serpent. He says, listen, um, or goes to Eve next. And he says to Eve, what you do? <laughs> huh? Everybody look at me. Ladies, can we be honest? When y'all lie... Okay, I don't like your. What lady in here tonight in online can be honest that in your past you've had some days where you've had some dishonesty in them, please? Because when a woman lies, you will think it's the God truth. I don't know what you're talking about. And got it right behind your back. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. When a woman lies. Come on, middle section. Where y'all live? <laughs> Bishop, I don't lie. I've never lied. Okay, you're lying now. All right. Come on, let's be real so we can heal. Which teaches us a powerful principle. Women, you have to be careful that you don't sow deception because maybe what you what you reaped was what you sowed. All right, let's go. So so then he gets to Eve. Eve's like, listen, the devil made me do it. The serpent made me do it. So then God goes to the serpent. And I want you to see this. And this is, this is your shout. I only got two more things to say, and then we're out of here. Right? He says, I'm going to put enmity, hostility, hatred, if I listen, between you, the serpent he's talking to, and the woman. He didn't say Eve, because this would apply to every woman thereafter. This wasn't just Eve he was putting hatred in between the enemy and woman. It was every woman that he was putting hatred into. Some people say, why are women more spiritual than men? Because of this verse right here. Because y'all hate the enemy. Let's go. 
and he hates you. And because, watch me, because he hates you, he works extra hard to deceive you. It's right here in the Bible. It's right here in the Bible. He said, I'm going to put enmity not between you and Adam. I'm going to put enmity between the serpent and the woman, which means from this day forth, there's going to be a hostility, which means women will always be more spiritual than men. Why? Because they're the ones that have hostility towards the enemy. But women will always be attacked more. Because the hatred, it's right here. The hatred is between the serpent, the deceiver, and the woman. Which is why some of you get so upset when you see your children in deceptive relationships. Because you hate deceivers. And when you see them in something that you know is going to ruin them, you're like, what in the world are you doing? And, and there's the deal. You're like, listen, I know I made my mistakes, but baby, I'm trying to help you not. There's hatred, hostility. 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 This is why in every segment of culture, we see more women at PTA meetings than we do men. We see more women at kids' conferences than we do men. We see more women. I was driving to church and it was amazing to me. I said, for all this cold red and all this here, uh, it was a whole field full of kids playing around, playing hockey ball, soccer ball, some type of ball outside. And I said, it's too cold to be outside in the first place. <laughs> so ain't no cold red, apparently only for certain groups. Mm. Ain't no cold red. Check this out. Check this out. There was more women there. There's more women there. There's more women there. There's more women there. In every segment of society and culture, you see often more women. Why? Because you have hostility against the enemy that automatically predisposes you to spirituality. So for some of you, watch me, you immediately receive church. You immediately receive the Lord. You immediately receive gospel. And maybe you and your husband weren't married, and so you're like, you're trying to get your husband on board, and it's taking them a while. It's because that enmity that's between the enemy and you isn't between him and the enemy. So when you say, let's have prayer, he's like, look, it's cool. Everything good. My next 12, my best 12. And you're like, but no, we need to pray. Nah. And I, and watch me. And, and I, need you, I need you not to grow resentful because of that. The enmity is between you and the enemy. And between, watch me, your offspring and her offspring. Here it is. We're about to preach. Which means what you produce. What you produce. What you, not just your kids, but what you produce. Because anything that's birthed in the earth has to come through the hands or the womb of a woman, which means this. What you're producing by its nature is, has enmity towards the enemy, which explains why every time you try to do something, try to birth something, try to build something, it seems like before that thing ever gets out, it's already, who am I talking to? It's because the enemy spotted that years ago and said, let me shut her down. Let me mess with her self-esteem. Let me mess with her self-image. Let me mess with her thought process. Let me get her wrapped up in something. But tonight, baby, you learned you were born for such a time as this. Holler for such a time as this. Holler for such a time as this. 
Stop, listen, listen, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Look, look, look. What you produce, he hates. This is why some of y'all will look at other people try to do something. And be like, God, why are they not dealing with nothing? Because he hates you. And he hates what you produce. So that's why even when you have children, if he can't get to you, he tries to get to you through your kids. Talk to me, please. He tries to get to you through your kids. And so now you're looking at your kids and you're saying, I was never this disrespectful. Come on. I was never this way. I never did that. I never acted like that. Because he, he hates you. And he hates what you produce. There's hostility. And I need you not to turn that hostility on each other. I need you to put that hostility towards the enemy. Because here's what a lot of ladies do. Who's missing now when God's talking after he gives this instruction? The serpent's gone. Which means Eve now has this hostility. She's got to dispense towards something she can't see. So what do most women do? You turn on Adam. You turn on the animals. You turn on your kids. You turn on one another. So you walk into the room, I know they don't like me. How, what? What are you talking about? I saw they were looking at me. It's dark in here. You didn't see nobody looking at you. You a lie. Look what you're gonna produce. What you produce is gonna beat him in the head. All I'm doing is reading the Bible. What you produce literally will cause attack against the enemy. Watch me. If you can produce it. Say for such a time as this. So look, here it is. I'm almost done. Second Corinthians 11 and 3. So she's deceived. Here it is. But I'm afraid that as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, his creative and subtle deception, your minds will be led astray. From the simplicity and purity of your devotion to Christ. Here it is, ladies. He said, listen, you're led astray because you've been deceived. He couldn't run up on you, so he deceived you. And in his deception, there's two things that deceive you. You ready? Two, and we out. You ready? Number one, dilemmas. When a difficult choice has to be made between two bad choices. I'll show it there for you. Any ladies got some dilemmas that you're facing right now? And, and listen, it means an undesirable option. It's like I could do this or this, but I don't want to do Nam one of them. Uh, translation, Nam one of them is a southern colloquial phrase that simply means neither one. Check this out. You ready for this, ladies? Here's sometimes your dilemma. You create, here it is, false ultimatums. I can either do this or this. No, you can do both and. I need to be real practical because a lot of ladies, I just can't do it all. Really? You've been doing it. I can't serve and be a mama. You a lie. You can do both of them. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. You create a false ultimatum. Here's the next thing. Here's the next thing. Here's the next thing. You make good decisions based on bad information. 
the decision was good based on the wrong set of facts. What did Eve do? Look good to me. And if I had time to teach you, she wasn't looking at a piece of fruit. <laughs> but I ain't got time for that. It's a good decision, but you based it on the wrong information. I just ain't going to do that no more. Because, you know, the truth be told, they don't want me there. Where did you get that from? Because your, your deceiver realized that your open spot was feeling different than other people. <laughs> and feeling like everybody didn't want you because of your difference. Not realizing that many people are drawn to your difference. Say dilemmas. dilemmas. Come on, ladies, talk to me. Say dilemmas. dilemmas. All right, here's the second one, and we out. Distractions. And this is the point I want to preach. We're going home right here, right here. I figured I'd preach a little longer tonight since you ain't got nowhere to go. What you going to go? Ain't no restaurants. Where you going? Where you going? Where you going? They closed. Where you going? Where you going? You can't go shopping. Where you going? I figured I'd give you a little more tonight. <laughs> can't even go outside. Just, it's too cold. Say distractions. Distractions prevent you from giving your full attention to something else. Any women do this, and I'm going to ask you to respond. Drive. Can I have everyone put your hand up in the building? Everyone put your hand up online. Come on, do it. If you sit next to a lady that didn't do it, elbow her in her ribs so it hurts. She'll learn to listen. <laughs> I'm just joking. If you already did it. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm just joking. All right, hands up. Okay, ladies. Drive. Keep your hands up if you drive. I want your hand to go down when, when, I, when, I, when, I, when I get to something that you don't do. You drive on the phone. You drive on the phone and doing your makeup. See? See, half the room, look, more than half the room right there. You drive on the phone and you telling the kids what to do. You drive doing your makeup and you telling the kids what to do and you trying to make an order to go get the food because you need the food to be. <laughs> okay, I think we got about everybody. What does this mean? When you're distracted, it prevents you from giving your full attention to something else. And here's what's amazing. Here's what's amazing. Is, is that many ladies, here's the deal, you're really distracted. You have more time on your hands now than you've ever had, but there are some areas where the progress doesn't match the available time. But from this day forward, come on. I need you to lay your hands on yourself. Come on, I'm done. Lay your hands on yourself and say, I will be productive. Come on. Say, because I was born for such a time as this. It means extreme agitation of the mind or emotions. So when you're distracted, your emotions and your mind are agitated. You can't sleep or you sleep too much. Can't eat or you eat too much. Because your mind is agitated. I want to be peaceful, but I'm thinking about what I got to do. I want to be a ladies' night and enjoy it, but I'm thinking about getting to the kids to go pick them up and what they done done to the house. Y'all ain't going to say There's extreme agitation of your mind and emotions, and so it distracts you. What does that mean? You miss your now 
because you're worried about next. What did Mordecai tell her? If you keep silent in this moment, in other words, you're going to miss this moment. And God will get somebody else. But he wants it to be you. Somebody say no distractions. Here it is. I'm done. Here it is. It means here this this is the one I wanted to really preach real hard. You ready? Diversion or recreation. When you're deceived, now you deal with your dilemmas. And then you deal with your distractions. Your distractions are diversion or recreation. Y'all don't want to say nothing. Hmm. Diversions. You know it ain't going nowhere, but you're still on the phone. Diversions or recreation. 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 Check this out. Here's what really smart ladies do. When they're being deceived, they go find something really dumb to do. I'm going to move on for the sake of time. <laughs> say, say, <laughs> say no distractions. Here's the last one. It looks like it deserves your attention, but it doesn't. It doesn't. There's a lot of stuff ladies have made important that is not important. Like you worried about somebody's opinion. I just want people to think good about me because I am good. Everybody's not. And I've learned not to concern myself with other people's. I can't do nothing about what you think about me. What you think about me says more about you than it does me. And furthermore, you don't even know me like that. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. I have never seen a lion walking around crying because the sheep didn't like him. No. The lion just said, listen, you're about to be my lunch. What are you saying to me? Whatever has been your distraction is about to be your nourishment. Whatever's been your distraction is about to be where you get your strength from. Well, I pray that today's life-giving message has spoken life into your life. I'm Bishop Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church, and at this time, I want to extend an opportunity to you to give your life to Jesus Christ. You know, 2,000 years ago, God stepped in a body. That body was called Jesus. That body got on a cross and died for our sins. Now, sins are things that we do that don't please God, and they ultimately don't please God because they ultimately are very harmful and dangerous to us. Not only did he die for our sins, he died so we could have life and life more abundantly. Here's what that means. That not only do we experience God's best, but that we can speak life into other people and use our lives to change the lives of other people. And today, if you need to become a Christian for the first time, the Bible says if you believe in your heart, confess with your mouth, you will be saved or born again or become a Christian. All those phrases mean the same thing. 
And if today you were far from God, this is your opportunity to reconnect to God. I love him because uh, he's not the God of a second chance. The truth is, is we've all used our second chance already. He's the God of another chance. He offers us constant new beginnings and fresh starts to get things right for him. He gave his life for us so that we could give our lives for him. So today, if you need to become a Christian or recommit yourself to Jesus right there where you're at, I don't care where you're listening to this message, I want you to say this with me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for dying in my place. Because of this belief and because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I am reconnected to you. Great days are here for me. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are now a Christian. You're born again. You're saved from yourself. And if you were far from God, you're reconnected to God. And here's what I want you to do. Take out your mobile phone and text the word DECISION to the phone number 59769. And when you do... I'm going to send you a message right away that's going to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. And here's what I want to encourage you to do. You are connected to me and connected to Harvest Church for a reason. It's because this is the place God wants to speak life into your life. This is the place God wants you to grow and become a strong Christian and and serve and change the lives of other people. So stay connected, whether it's at a physical campus or a digital campus, stay connected to Harvest Church. Keep receiving this word and let it speak life into your life. Hope you have a phenomenal day. Hey, congratulations. When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot, you'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator.